Nashville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. The Gators baseball team will take on Charleston Southern tonight. First pitch is set for 7 o'clock. Find coverage right here beginning at 6.55. The Florida softball team will host the three-day T-Mobile tournament at Katie Seashole Presley Stadium beginning tonight. The team will host UConn, Bowling Green, Central Michigan, and Delaware State. After falling to the Coyotes on Wednesday, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Golden Knights in Vegas. Puck drop is set for 10.30 tomorrow night. Girls High School Basketball Class 3A Regional Final is tonight at P.K. Young. The team will take on the Providence School. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Look at the job the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palaka has done helping at-risk young boys. You just go to their, or just Google them at uh, Boys Ranch Palatka, and you'll see the work they have done to help these at-risk kids. It's been going on for a long time. And don't forget, they are sustained by your donation of unused or unwanted vehicles. Car, truck, RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it is, they can use it. So please consider donating them to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The kids take the vehicles, they fix them up, they resell them. Your donation's tax deductible, and it helps a good cause. It's really that simple. You know, a lot of times it's hard to see sometimes when your generosity does work. Well, you can see what it does here. Your generosity does a lot of good for these kids. Again, to find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for fans of the Gators and great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half-off handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Brunch Buffet and Bottomless Mimosas and Bloody Marys every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. That's right, a brunch buffet every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. 
Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know what's tough sometimes? And I'm going to admit, it sounds like I'm whining. I'll admit it. But when you do a show like this, it's feast or famine. When and, it's, and look, business picks up when Florida sucks. That's just how it is. I mean, the, the worse Florida is, the more reaction there is when florida does well sometimes people react as if well hey we're great wonderful but other than that no but you're dealing with half a deck here because nobody talks nba nfl or major league baseball nobody it's too bad because there's a lot of good things happening in those sports but how it is. Williams says an X factor is Abner for baseball. Uh, stuff always looked good. Saw he was a Cape All-Star. Uh, struggled with control. Could he be big in middle relief? Yes. Yeah, he, nobody questions William his stuff, but he wasn't a, a consistent strike thrower. Uh, Lucas says he thinks the UF pot will be Georgia, South Carolina, and maybe Kentucky. I think it'll be Kentucky. I think it'll be Georgia. I don't think it'll be South Carolina. Reason? Too easy. I think there'll be a different, and LSU might be in there for me. Uh, Drew says, thinks the SEC will try to keep its biggest rivalries the best it can, like UF, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, et cetera. I agree with that. Factoring that in, I think it'll be Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, it can't be, oh, I'm sorry, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina. Okay. But I think you got to play somebody from the West, don't you? Don't you have to put somebody in the West in your, in your pod? That's why I think LSU is going to be in there. Now, if they don't, I could see that. Andrew says the pod system stinks. It's not fair. Why in the world did Tennessee have to play Bama every single year? Why in the world did we never play Auburn? It's deeply flawed. Well, it won't be as flawed, Andrew, because now in this system, people play each other more frequently. That's one of the beauties of this, that if you now, this is a rarity too, but if you are a four-year player, I think in this system, you'll play everybody home and away once. So that's kind of good. 
And he said, well, they still have the rivalry game for the other divisions. Yes. I, I, again, I think so. Our schedule is going to be brutal. We should stop playing FSU in Miami immediately. What? We don't play Miami every year. How in the world will an SEC team survive? Will a three-loss team make the playoff? I love the competition. I'm guessing teams with a brutal schedule won't be punished anymore. We'll find out. Can't have it both ways, Andrew. Right? If you're going to always say the SEC, it just means more. Well, you want all these good teams? The schedule is going to be brutal. But it's brutal for the other teams too. But I get your point. If they knock each other off, well, that's where things like strength of schedule, things like that kick in. Butch, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you? All right. Good. I have one question that has a very simple answer. You were talking about all the new rules in baseball yesterday. So what happens if you violate the rule? In other words, if you don't leave the mound in time, is it a ball? What, what penalty is there for you for not meeting your time requirement? I think, it, I think this is one thing that we're all looking to see. I think there are some things, I know there are some things that are easy to answer, Butch. For example, like if, you, if, you, uh, if you're late getting in the batter's box, a strike is called on you. If you don't throw the pitch in time, a ball is called. Okay, If you throw over to first base more than you should, then I believe I believe it's well, I don't want to, I'm not sure of that. Um, so these are things if you don't come in in time in the bullpen, what's the penalty? If you I think it's, it may be a warning first, for example, if a, you're not supposed to do any, any, any more celebrating on the field. Right, home run, right? How you come out of the dugout? Can't do that anymore. Well, what if you do? Well, I think there's a warning. But, I mean, there must be an associated penalty with that, and I think that has – we'll see what that is. All right, my question number two is – and I heard this on the on the 4 o'clock show yesterday. They were talking about pitching and how fast pitchers are throwing the ball now, and 100 miles an hour is no longer a rarity. It's, it's becoming very common. And they're saying it's going to go up as the years go by. Is there a point in time when when you just physically, somebody can't hit the ball because it's coming too fast? Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and, and if when that, that happens, what do you do? Put a limit on the speed? No. I think you move the mound back. They've already okay. experimented with that. In, in, other, right. in minor leagues, they've already, they've already experimented with that. Because remember, in 1968, which was the year of the pitcher, Right when Denny McClain won thirty games, and I think one Ameri- I think Yastrzemski was the only American league hitter to hit three hundred. What they do, they change the mound, right? So you're going to find ways to alter things depending on what is happening. These changes are primarily to speed up the game. Now the bases, uh, you know, in the in the big leagues at least, are twofold: safety, you know, it's a bigger base and less distance between bases to hopefully promote the stolen base again. Okay. Thanks a lot, Steve. Sure. Thank you, Butch. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what how these are how these things are enforced. 
Because, again, what what do you do if you start that clock and the pitcher doesn't come in in time? What do you do? Can't come in the game? Bring in somebody else? It's going to be interesting. Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. I just want to um, see if you can, I don't know, pulling up some of this comparison because I, I think, you know, how I'm, I'm on – AR fan because he's a local kid. Um, what were some of the like some of the things said about Jalen Hurts coming out of college when he was going into the NFL? What was I remember him being? He can't throw. He can't do this and all the can'ts with him. But he turned out to be you know look pretty good after a couple of years of seasoning. So any comparison between the two maybe on? Cause I think the NFL is really shifting a little bit. Well, that's um, it. See, I think you hit the right. nail on the head there, Daryl. Right. I think when he came out, you know, he, he was not a great thrower, right? right. Uh, I think that was the big – and, you know, he's not the tallest guy in the world. He's not the 6'5", you know, type of guy. I think those right. were the two knocks, if you want to call them that, on him, okay? Right. But look what's happened. When Herm Edwards was – he's going to come on today – and I'm going to ask him the same question I asked him about a month ago. And I loved his answer, Daryl. I asked about Richardson. And here's what he said, and he's 100% right. Part of a success of a quarterback is the system you are put in. Right. Right? What do the Eagles right. do with Jalen Hurts? He runs a lot. They build around him. Right. He runs right. a lot. Well, okay, that's his strength, Right. And he's become, right. through coaching and having a pretty good receiver core, you know, he is he a great thrower? No. Right. Is, is he a good enough thrower? Yeah, I think he is. Right. So right. Right. coaching, scheme, and the threat of him running, and, and not just the threat, but the de facto that he runs, now you can't rush as much. Now he gets right. a little more time to throw the ball. He's, he has good enough escapability where he can throw on the run. So all of a sudden, right. he's pretty good because of system. Right. Right. So I can just see, I, I really hope that happens for him. But then I have, you know, data fans really bellyache a lot. So if he gets on here, he he gets into that class of Jalen Hurts or some of those quarterbacks, and he gets in a position to have to announce where he went to school. If he doesn't say it, he's in Florida. He says he's out of high school. I can hear data fans not bellyaching about that. But all them same Gator fans really killed him, you know, with their thoughts you know, of him as, as a quarterback. But if he sits on there and goes games like go Eastside High School, I can hear him on here now calling you. <laughs> so, all right. Um, but anyway, what about some of the, 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 the Gators that participated in the Super Bowl of getting them on like a Tony or well, that, that that's hard to do. It's hard to do. Hard to do. Okay. Yeah, it's hard okay. to do because you have Those to guys go have like PR people. Yeah, you you normally go through like in the NFL, you go through the PR people, but then in the off season, right. it's it's really difficult. Okay, okay, all right, Steve, appreciate it. Okay, buddy. thank you. Believe me, uh, I love that, but it's just hard to get with them. Twelve twenty eight time check brought to you by uh, Hey Silver, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Everyone's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only options. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Spring's coming, and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Welcome to Rockville, May 18th through the 21st, 2023, at Daytona International Speedway with Tool. Slipknot. Revenged Sevenfold. Pantera Cross, Godsmack, Deftones, Evanescence, Rob Zombie, Queens of the Stone Age, Alice Cooper, and more. Single day weekend and camping passes on sale now at WelcomeToRockville.com. Welcome to Rockville. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds today and becoming windy. Yes, between 20 and 30 miles an hour will be possible this afternoon. Highs near 80, then scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms arriving. Those storms should push out tonight. And skies clearing and temperatures plummeting. Lose tomorrow morning in the low 40s. Sunny skies tomorrow afternoon staying breezy. High temperatures much cooler, though. They'll only get into the low to mid-60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Matt. Hall of Fame coach Bill Parcells. Well, one thing for Jay. Jay, how about a little make him take him down McKay Park about 3 o'clock this afternoon? You up for that? I'm down for that. I'm down for that, Bill. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's good. I'll see you there. How does he know that? He just knows everything. He knows that. He just knows. He probably had you followed by security and well, you didn't even know it. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we'll keep the phone lines going here. BB called back or emailed back and said uh, he would say, uh, who are the top three coaches in the NFL of the last 40 years or so? Let's see, 40 years. Let me do my. I'm not. I'm a broadcaster, not a math major. So 40 years is what, like 1980, give or take. So that would take away Vince Lombardi, who I think would be right there. Uh, Belichick would certainly be one. Um, Chuck Knoll. Well, he might not make he, – he'd be in the 70s, so I guess I couldn't include him either. Bill Walsh, maybe? Um, I don't know that I would put Andy Reid there yet. He'd be honorable mention. And I don't know if you could put Jimmy Johnson there. I'm not sure who the third one would be, but I would say, top of my head, Belichick and Walsh. If anybody has another idea, uh, can certainly uh, let me know. Williams says, after the Tereschenko trade, the New York Rangers are my pick to win the Stanley Cup. What's your opinion? I hope so. Uh, I'm a big Rangers fan, but they have a lot of work to do in that conference. I mean, don't ever, and Boston's playing great. Uh, you know, Carolina is really good and don't count the lightning out. So I don't know. I, I don't know that I would pick, but the, the trade has certainly helped the Rangers. Um, and then James says, I'm encouraged with your confidence in the SEC limiting East and West and going to pods. I think it's the best way to do it. With that said, I think Florida will be in a pod with Georgia, Tennessee, neither Kentucky or Vandy. If you're If you're going to not have a West team in it, then I think that would be the pod. Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Kentucky would be that group. He says, it'll be interesting to see how the presidents and ADs lobby for alignment. I agree. Uh, You said, nobody's interested in the NBA. Can you name anyone in the three-point contest or dunk contest? NBA continues to slide as a national sport. You agree with that, Sean? He says, can you mention anybody in the three-point contest or the dunk contest? The NBA continues to slide as a national sport. You agree? I don't know about uh, sliding as a national sport, but I'm definitely less interested in All-Star Weekend than I have been in years past. Stars not competing in the dunk contest and even top dunkers that we've seen mixtapes of not competing in the dunk contest puts a damper on the entire thing. And if it's uh, you got to have something to add to the spectacle to make fans want to watch. But the sport itself is fine. See, I, I guess I'm a hypocrite when it comes to this. Because the All-Star game, they never play defense. And I guess they're, they'll, they're still going to try to come up with ways to create, you know, a different kind of dunk 
you know, for the contest. But I've kind of seen it, right? And yet, if I'm watching the baseball All-Star game, I've seen that too, but that has more interest for me. I can't explain why. Because maybe it isn't you're still playing the game. If you're pitching, you're still trying to strike somebody out. Where in the NBA, you ain't even trying to stop anybody from scoring. So that maybe is the difference to me. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve, happy Friday. Byron, how you doing? Yep. Hey, Steve, uh, real quick, some buy or sells, if I can remember them real quick. My first one would be, I'm going to try to do four or something, but if I get on your stuff, just, just tell it coming to get off. But uh, number one, I think DeSantos passed something in Florida where it's kind of going to even the score. I don't know if you talked about that, but if whatever he did passed, will it not just Florida, do you think you buying a sale, would that help? us to recruit better players down here, is it just the same if he didn't even pass that bill? Uh, I'll, it doesn't hurt. It, it, it helps in the sense of it now allows coaches to become involved in NIL when before, if they got involved, it, it violated state law. So, right. uh-huh. I agree. I, so from that aspect, it helps. So yeah, I buy it. Equals the- yeah, me. I think it evens the score, but I don't know enough about that. My my second one, Steve. You were into the NBA, so I don't know if you've been looking at the Magic, but so because I know you're kind of like a New York fan. But uh, with what happened to the Nets and the Knicks is what you know who they are. The Magic. Uh, I know that's kind of a big question, but do you think any one of those teams will make it in the Eastern playoffs this year? Especially the Magic. What I'm really going at. Uh, boy, I think. The Knicks are playing better lately, mm-hmm. and the last I looked, they were like if the playoffs ended today or if the regular season ended mm-hmm. today, they would be in the playoff. Right. So if I had to say which of those teams, I would say New York. Yeah, man, Julius Randle just seems to keep impressing me, and some of the other guys. I, I forget the young guy they drafted from North Carolina, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, well, I like it, but. He's, he's playing good. And, and and number three, Steve, if this one is one, you know I'm a Jacksonville fan, but not being biased, who is the team you would pick to be in the playoff if it's Florida next year with Tua and Brady's situation in Tampa? And comment, do you think Kyle Trask will be the starting quarterback at Tampa, if you will? Uh, I don't think Trask will, although he, if they don't give him a legitimate shot, it's a crime. Because then you threw away a draft pick. You, you, you basically said that, that draft pick isn't worth anything. He was the first pick of the second round. And now you're telling me a guy you thought of that highly to draft in that position, you're not going to give him a chance? Something's right. wrong. Now, look, look, we don't see him in, in camp. I mean, may, maybe mm-hmm. he isn't any good. I don't know. But if you're going to invest that, Give him a shot. And then the, as far as the teams in the playoff, Jacksonville. Because they have the easier division. They have a much yeah, easier division. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Oh, forget I'm, Trevor I'm Lawrence. They have a much easier yeah, division. Much easier. You're right. With Houston and Tennessee, well, Tennessee kind of down. You, you're right. You're right. Indy. And my last one, Steve, since you say we don't get a, a roundabout sports thing, if you, me and you were betting as friends, I'm trying to make a little money on Daytona this weekend, Steve. Can you help me with the three drivers you would pick? And if I was playing some fantasy Daytona, 
who would I be going on besides my birthday numbers, like 22-9 and whatever. Thanks, Steve. All right. Go Gators. Myron, thank you. Uh, that's Speaking of that, that's another thing, okay? If, if, if you're giving me um, uh, Kyle Bush, Kyle Bush, um, what's the shame with that? Back in the day, now remember, I'm a northern kid. But I was into NASCAR. I liked Cale Yarborough and Richard Petty and A.J. Foyt and the Unsers. I really followed that sport. Now, I can't name five drivers. I can't. It's like boxing, right? Muhammad Ali, I, I, you, you, you know, that group, I could tell you, you know, Floyd Patterson, or, but whatever. I can't name you a heavyweight right now. I cannot. And I don't know if it's I've gotten older or if the sport, because it's on television. I mean, it isn't like it's not televised, but it just doesn't have the same cachet it had for me back in the day. Um, it's the same thing. You know, Bubba Wallace would be a great person to win the Daytona. But I just don't know enough of the drivers to tell you that. I know... You know, him, I know Bush, uh, you know, Hamlin, I know those guys. But outside of that, name me the next five drivers. Cannot. I cannot. So, but I, and I, I'm just picking Bush because he kind of came up first in my head. I don't know who won the poll. I don't know what the field is. I couldn't tell you. And if that's my ignorance, then so be it. But it's just, I, and I'm not saying it's not, a big race, it still is. Uh, but I've never been one to watch cars go around a track. That just has never intrigued me. I went to Daytona once to say I'd been to it. It was a fun experience. I got to go in the pit. It was a fun experience. But in terms of, you know, the race, I mean, look, at the end, if it's close, and, you know, that's exciting. It is. But, you know, lap 220, of the 500, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm having a hot dog. I just That's just how it is. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Panarello. Gator Baseball is set to open their season on Friday night at home against Charleston Southern. Returning right-hander Brandon Sprode is tabbed with getting the start on opening night as the Gators look to bounce back from a loss in the Gainesville Regional last season. You can catch the action right here on Friday at 6.55. Softball looks to stay hot after an 11-0 win against Jacksonville in their home opener on Wednesday. They get set to host the Connecticut Huskies at the KDC Joel Presley Stadium on Friday night to begin the T-Mobile tournament. The Gators look to stay undefeated as they come in at 5-0 and are outscoring opponents 65-4 during that stretch. Men's basketball will be looking for their second consecutive win after a home victory against Ole Miss on Wednesday. They will head to Fayetteville on Saturday for a matchup with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas is looking to avoid their fifth consecutive loss. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Penner. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Love must be one of the most overused words in the English language. One minute we say we love tacos, and in the next breath, we use the word to describe the deep affection between a husband and a wife. So what is love, really? Is love just love? While the world struggles to define love, the Bible is clear. In 1 John 3.16, it puts it like this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. If we really want to understand love, the cross is where we see the greatest demonstration the world has ever known. Jesus, the perfect Son of God, died a sacrificial death for our sins so that we could be made right with God. He rose from the grave, providing eternal life for those who follow Him. Have you ever personally experienced the amazing, life-changing love of God? I promise you that when you do, you'll know love like you've never known before. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. To subscribe to Devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Melvin Law, we won't back down. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Team. In the 1 o'clock hour, ESPN's Herm Edwards joins us talking a little NFL. Sierra Clark, one of our former students up in Arkansas, will preview Florida-Arkansas men's basketball. Willie Powers, girls basketball coach at P.K. Young, will also join us in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, Two other people have emailed and asked the same question, Jeff and Bill, about the penalties, about not you know, abiding by the new rules in college baseball. Um, Well, again, what happens? There are penalties in place. I thought Sean yesterday, Sean Kelly, when he was here, said it right. It's going to be a learning curve for broadcasters. It's going to be a learning curve for coaches, players, and umpires. 
you know, between innings, there's that, for example, there's a 120 second time limit. You have that to be ready for the first pitch. In other words, the pitcher's got the ball, toe in the rubber, okay? And a batter has to stand in there ready to hit. So you can actually, I think you get two conferences uh, to avoid a penalty if the offensive team isn't ready, the umpire calls a strike. If the defensive team isn't ready, a ball is awarded to the next batter. So that's the penalty. That's the penalty in that particular case. So each one of these is going to have a little different uh, scenario when it comes to that sort of thing. It's going to be but in my opinion a month until we until everybody you know figures these things out. And once again, if you look most of these rules especially at the big league level were adopted to speed up the game. And I will say this, in the minor leagues where they've done this there has been documentation where the games are shorter. So they've worked. So the thought process is you move up a, a notch, it'll work at the big league level too. We'll see. All right, we've got about uh, 10 minutes in the hour here. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Bill emails and says, I like the idea uh, of SEC pods uh, in football. Uh, he said, but I don't want it to be where Florida gets an unfair shake, i.e. a really tough pod. Uh, well, once again, okay, I don't know how it's going to look. I have an idea. And I think, really, there's two. If you keep it where you only have East opponents, then Florida, the, you, you, some of you have mentioned it, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and Carolina. Although, Tennessee, but see, here's the thing. If you're going to keep rivalries, Alabama and Tennessee play every year. So if you're going to keep that, that's got to be in Alabama's pod. You're going to take away Alabama-Auburn? I don't think so. So Alabama would have Auburn and Tennessee, which, you know, most years pretty good. Well, how do you balance that out? You put Vanderbilt in there. Because, again, you, you want to make this where it, it's fair – to each school, right? Is, is Georgia going to do away with Auburn? No. Georgia ain't going to do away with Florida either. So then what? Well, you've got to keep, Georgia's got to keep Auburn, has got to keep Florida. So, I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what, how this works. 
Because if there's a Western Division team, wouldn't you keep the LSU rivalry for Florida? Uh, makes sense to me, right? I don't know. And then, do you put Texas and Oklahoma together? I'm not sure they're going to. I'm not sure they're going to. Because if you put them together, right, then I think you'd have to have, if you want to go back history, the Big Eight. Missouri used to be in the Big Eight. So did Arkansas, right? Wouldn't they be in that pod then? You'd think. So that pod would be Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, Oklahoma. I'm, I'm really anxious to see how this works. And it's going to they, – they've not announced it. I would be stunned if it isn't the pod system, if it isn't a nine-game SEC schedule, and if the SEC championship game is – no divisions, first-place team, second-place team. I, I, if, if, that, if something different than that happens, I will be really surprised. All right, a couple of emails here to round out the hour before we get to our guests in the second hour. Patrick says, if Ja and the Greek freak were in the dunk contest, I'd watch. And he's also going to Daytona tomorrow. Good, good for you. If you've never been, Patrick, it's cool to go. It is. Now, if you're into it, it's even better. You know, when I went, I didn't have a rooting interest. I went because it was Daytona, and I wanted to see Daytona for myself. I went, I never, I've never been to an Indy 500, but I've been to the track because when Florida was uh, in basketball in, in the NCAA championships, it was in, in, in Indy, and they gave us a tour of the Indy 500, and that was you know, the, the place, that was really cool. But again, would I sit in the stands and watch the Indy 500? And that's another thing. I used to know those drivers too, right? The Unsers and Bobby Ray, all I couldn't name you five. Um, Andrew says, can they rotate the pods every decade? He wants Vanderbilt. Everybody wants Vanderbilt. Yeah, I get it. I mean, could they rotate them? They, they, there's, they could do anything. Right. For example, if they do this and somehow they feel the division is not right, they could tweak it. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't see a scenario at all where Vanderbilt is in Florida's pod. I don't see that. I think they'll be in a, in a pod of a Georgia uh, or an Alabama. In other words, Whatever the tougher pod, if Alabama's pod is Auburn and Tennessee, I think Vanderbilt would be in that pod just to even it out, so to speak. And I think that's what the league's got to try to do. And that changes, right? You've got to balance your regional rivalries and your traditional rivals with, you know, what it is now. But 10 years from now, it could be totally different. I mean, maybe Vanderbilt's good. And Georgia sucks. I don't know, but you get my point, right? So it's going to change based on, you know, how the teams do. Uh, Larry, good question here. He says, Steve, I heard your interview with Sully the other day, and I really enjoyed it. He seems a lot more open and seems more relaxed than he's been. Do you get that sense? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, look, 
He said this, Larry, in the interview. He said, look, when you come here, you know Omaha is the goal. And not that it isn't at other places, but at other places it's not as realistic. So people, kids know that, right? They're not coming here, oh, we, we want to be, uh, you know, finish fourth in the SEC. No. You know, they want to go to Omaha. That, that's, that's what you come here for. That's what you go to LSU for. That's what you go to Arkansas for. And that's part of the problem, that there's a lot of schools in the SEC that have that as, you know, what you do. I mean, Florida State is down. New, now, I think the coach hire there is a good one, but they're going to be down. Miami, I, I just, I mean, they're ranked preseason, but they're on the fringe. I, I don't see them as being a legitimate Omaha threat. I think they're a good team. I think they're certainly a regional if they stay healthy. But past that, you know, I, I don't know. And Florida has got the pieces. Can they stay healthy? Can they, you know, will things, they play in a tough league. I mean, it, look at their schedule. You, you could win, you could lose. That's the beauty of it, right? I mean, their schedule, they don't play, I don't know how good Cincinnati is right now. I don't know how good, I mean, I think Charleston Southern has a lot of new people. I think they're, they might not be a great opening opponent in terms of, you know, facing a top five, top ten team. But you got to play some of those games, too. You can't just play, you know, number one teams all the time. You've got to have a little break in what you do. Softball, Tim Walton does that, okay? And I think that's what Kevin O'Sullivan has done with this year's baseball schedule as well. Coming up next hour, Herm Edwards from ESPN will talk National Football League with you. And uh, Sierra Clark up in uh, Arkansas, weekend anchor, THV11. We'll talk Florida-Arkansas basketball and P.K. Young's girls basketball coach Willie Powers. His team plays tonight. Get a preview of that game as he tries to continue the Blue Wave postseason run. Boys team lost last night, but hopefully uh, the girls team will win. That's our first hour. We'll do one more hour on this Friday. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for Hour 2.
Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world, so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there, and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to, so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer's going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. The springtime weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the beautiful springtime air. For bass fishermen, they're biting now and those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Plus, get $500 trading credit with select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now is the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest rates are determined by lender with approved credit. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Wealth for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or to license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Sean, producing the broadcast today, we thank him for his work, and we thank you for tuning in on this Friday Gator Baseball opening weekend. Game 1 tonight. We'll have it for you live right here. I always enjoy having my next guest. I love talking NFL with him, the coach, Herm Edwards. You see him all the time talking NFL on ESPN. Herm, I want to go back to a question I asked you a couple of weeks ago because somebody called earlier today and asked and gave this scenario. 
when Jalen Hurts was coming out of college, you know, we heard all these negative things. Wasn't tall enough. Wasn't a great thrower. Well, he was certainly in the MVP uh, conversation this year. And when I asked you about Anthony Richardson, you said to me, it all depends on the system. Can you please elaborate once again and discuss that? Well, failure of a lot of players uh, in the National Football League has to do with, at times, the system you that they're placed in to play. You know, and sometimes coaches come in with these wonderful systems, uh, but the players don't fit the system. And so two things happen. Player fails, coach gets fired. And if you're not willing to massage your system, especially offensively in today's world with the quarterback, you're going to find yourself in a bad way because the quarterback's going to fail and you're going to fail as a coach. And I think more coaches in today's game now are understanding that the quarterback that has athleticism that can run at times, you're going to have to understand that and go, you know what? Um, I'm going to have to massage this system, allow him to have some recess. What I mean recess, the unscripted play that he's going to make every once in a while and not be on script all the time. If you're willing to do that, both parties have success. It's fascinating to me about Lamar Jackson. You know, he seems to be a guy you'd want to keep, and yet, you know, he may leave the Ravens. Do you think that's going to happen? I hope not, uh, but I can see it happening in the fact that if they, if they franchise him, he probably won't play. He did that this year. You know, he played without a contract, and he got hurt. And on the other side of it, if you're looking at the organization, the question you ask yourself is this. He wants guaranteed money. Well, there's only one contract in the NFL that's guaranteed, and that was Deshaun Watson. But more than that is the fact that in the last two seasons, he hasn't finished the season. <laughs> so yeah. that becomes a problem. Uh, you have Jets history, obviously. Uh, and they are in the market for a quarterback. Lamar Jackson comes to mind. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers comes to mind. Derek Carr comes to mind. Who do you think, given New York and what it is, Coach, what's the best fit there? Well, I, I think Carr is not the best fit there. His personality, he, he, he wouldn't want to play in New York. Uh, I think Lamar could handle it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers could handle it. And I think you have to go after both those guys if they're available. Um, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a situation where you have a veteran guy. Uh, he's 39 years old now. You're not building the team long-term around him, but you're trying to win right now. And if you build it around Lamar, obviously he has more longevity. He's just still a young player. But here again, he hasn't finished seasons. Uh, and that is always going to be talked about in those rooms. No doubt. Uh an intriguing situation is in San Francisco, you know, with three. I mean, Brock Purdy did a pretty nice job. Uh, if you're the GM there, Coach, what do you do? Well, I think uh, knowing John and Coach Shanahan, I mean, they feel like Purdy came on well. Now they have a first-round pick sitting there, too. And I think you open it up for competition. That's what they're going to do, to be fair. I mean, they're going to open it for competition and see what happens because you have a team that's ready to win right now. They just have to have a quarterback that can finish the season, and it was a shame how it ended for those guys in the playoffs. Uh, it, they had no shot. 
you know, I mean, it was hard enough with a rookie quarterback, and they got to, to, to the championship game, but lo and behold, he gets hurt. Chicago has a decision to make about Fields, who was terrific with his feet. You know, okay, throwing the ball, but not the yep. greatest receiver yep. core either. Do they keep him or do they trade him? That's going to be interesting. That's a big discussion right now. Me personally, if I was a coach, I'd want to keep him and say, look, I can help him as a passer. No different than Jalen Hurst. I mean, all of a sudden, Jalen Hurst was in talks about being the MVP. That wasn't so much last year. He became a better passer. I think he needs some people around him. He needs some receivers. He needs an offensive line. And I believe this. In Chicago, they play outside in conditions. You need a big, strong guy <laughs> to play yeah. in those conditions, in my opinion. I mean, he talked about wanting to go in the dome because the wind blows so hard out there, right? So <laughs> I think you got to be careful saying, you know, we'll get rid of him and we'll get another quarterback. Yeah, that's easy for the general manager to say because he's going to be around. But you as the head coach, your, talk, your clock is ticking, and you want to go in with a rookie quarterback? Okay. See how that works out for you. Herm Edwards, our guest. Uh, you see him talking NFL all the time on ESPN. Herm, I'm going to end. I want to talk about the three Florida teams. The arrow sure. is certainly going up for Jacksonville. Coach there did a marvelous job getting that locker room back, and you have Trevor Lawrence to build around. What do you see as the future with this franchise? Oh, I think it's headed in the right direction. Coach, Coach Peterson done a wonderful job with the quarterback. Um, you know, I just think, you know, the nine and eight, they won the division. Um, they weren't really going away uh, when you think about their division record. Now, the Titans were pretty good at three and three in the division. They were four and two. Everyone else is trying to catch them right now. Obviously, the Texans need a quarterback. The Colts need a quarterback. Tennessee is a good football team, but it doesn't have a quarterback like, uh, you know, the guy that Jacksonville has. I mean, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is the guy that the arrows are pointing up. I mean, you're talking about probably one of the top eight, nine quarterbacks in the league. Miami gets Fangio to fix a defense. A lot of questions yeah. about Tua, but I think that's a franchise, Herm, that's pretty close. Do so, you? Oh, yeah. I mean, the quarterback. Look, I look at quarterbacks this way. Can they throw two touchdowns a game? That gives them about, four, that gives them about 34 touchdowns if you play 17 games. He was at 25 and missed games. He's a he's a thirty to thirty four touchdown guy, and with those two receivers he has, I mean they were thousand yard receivers, and this was a first year head coach. You got a good defense. Uh, you don't want to play those guys if you're coming from the north uh, during November and December because it's hot. <laughs> that you know that puts a lot on teams. A lot of teams go down there and melt away in, in, in Miami. So I just think if he can stay healthy, they have a chance to be a pretty good football team. Final thing about Tampa and their quarterback. I mean, mm -hmm. look around here. Yeah. You know, fans want Kyle Trask to get a chance because he's a you know a Gator, and you know it was the first pick right. of the second round. Two part question: Do you think he'll get a legitimate shot there? And if not, do they go free agent hunting? Well, they probably will. I think if you're any team in the NFC South right now, you need a quarterback, right? Wow, I mean, yeah. that division. Tampa won it with eight and nine. Panthers were seven and ten. Saints were seven and ten. Falcons were seven and ten. And this is where Derek Carr shows up. If he goes to the South, he just just bid his bid to the South. All those teams in the South, the four teams I just named, and say who wants him? Yeah. <laughs> because if he goes there, he's go, he's going to be the best quarterback in the conference. 
So does, do you think they'll give Trask a chance? I think they will. I mean, but, but I think they're going to go get a guy, too. Okay. You have to. You have to. You can't have one quarterback. We, we saw that already. That never works out good. <laughs> All right, one, one quick last thing. Sean Payton, does a coach – I mean, you again, you've done the job. Her, yeah. Will he make that big a difference with that franchise? Well, I think it all starts with Russell Wilson. True. Russell Wilson's all of a sudden, he, he's got a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. He, he's got a chance to resurrect a season that he doesn't want to look back on. And I think Sean Payton will come in and try to fix it and put him in a position where, you know, he can, he can flourish because they have a legitimate defense. It's just they were so bad on offense. And he didn't have – this was his worst year. Now, Sean Payton went there, and I know they paid him a lot of money, but I think he thinks he can fix it. Problem they have is they're in the same conference with Kansas City and the Chargers. Yes. <laughs> They've got two pretty good quarterbacks, right? We yeah. have the one quarterback is the best quarterback in the league, so it'll be interesting how that works out. Coach, I always appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for talking to us. My pleasure. Thank you. You got it, Herm. Herm Edwards, the coach, joining us here, talking a little National Football League. Uh, and isn't it funny? Almost all of those questions revolved around one position, the most important position in sports, in sports, team sports at least, is the quarterback. You can't tell me it's not. I, 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 you can make an argument. I won't buy it. If it's buy or sell, I'm selling that from here down the street. It just is. And think about, think about what he just said about Russell Wilson. Before the season started, Denver gets Russell Wilson, and you're thinking – Wow, pretty good, right? And he, awful. Was it him? Was it the system? They don't have great receipts. I, I don't know. But Sean Payton, if anybody's going to fix him, he is going to be the guy to fix him. And I will also tell you this, trying my best to get Kyle Trask on here because I'd love to hear from him as to, you know, his learning process with Tom Brady and if he thinks – He's going to get a legitimate crack at being a starter. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WIUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Zach Pinarello. Friday night is opening night for Gator Baseball as they get set to welcome Charleston Southern to Condor Ballpark for a three-game series. Returning right-handed pitcher Brandon Sprout will get the start in the opener, and the Slagators look to make a return trip to Omaha in the College World Series this season after losses in the Gainesville Regional in each of the last two seasons. Coverage begins right here on Friday at 6.55. Number two Gators Gymnastics will be on the road Friday for a top-ten showdown as they will head to Baton Rouge to take on the number eight LSU Tigers. The Gators are looking to stay undefeated, while the Tigers are looking to bounce back from a loss against Auburn last Friday. In the NHL, the Lightning will be in Las Vegas on Saturday night to take on the Golden Knights. The Bolts are looking to bounce back from a shootout loss to the Coyotes on Wednesday before they return home on Tuesday to face the Anaheim Ducks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Panarello. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast, 39th Avenue in Gainesville. The place to go if you're looking for the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They're really good. The selection, the quality the variety, second to none. Go online, secars.com. You'll see all the vehicles they have in stock. They constantly update it. 
as cars go and cars come in. If you want to go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, you can test drive the vehicles for yourself, eyeball them for yourself. There are salespeople there to help you, and they'll answer any questions you might have. I've told you for a long time. I've driven Southeast Car Agency vehicles for a long time. They've all been great, and they'll help you find the vehicle you're looking for from a tremendous selection. When you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Beloved former basketball coach and educator Satch Sullinger knows you got to keep moving to stay healthy. But that's not so easy when your aching joints won't cooperate. We still want to move and we still want to get around and we still want to be active, but we start to deteriorate the moment we quit moving. QC Kinetics regenerative treatments help restore movement in stiff, aching knees, hips, shoulders, and back using only your natural healing properties to help restore damaged joints. That's a huge positive for Satch. It's working, and what I really like about it is there's nothing foreign put in my body. Everything that was put in my body has been taken from my body. I love it. I love it. Like I said, I want to live until the day I die. Get rid of the pain and start moving again. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802 341 Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Meldon Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Again, that's MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down. athlete activism to athletic achievements we have you covered your home for every important sports story espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf the home of the florida gators
It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, there's still a lot of area high school basketball teams participating in the postseason. One of those is Coach Willie Powers, P.K. Young, Blue Wave Girls. They're taking on Providence School tonight. And Willie's here to talk about it. Willie, you know, I've known you for so long. We've been friends for so long. When I texted you the other day about, you know, winning or losing your game, you said, you know, the girls are so resilient. And that, that you know, as somebody who's coached, that really struck me because, you know, you don't, you know, say that very often, at least publicly. But uh, discuss that, you know, a little bit, how resilient this team is for you. Well, I mean, you know, playing, you know, games of seven varsity players, six varsity players a whole year, it gets taxing on the body and the mind. And these young ladies have found a way to come out of a lot of situations where we weren't the better team but ended up winning the game because we wanted it more. Um, This group has been one of the few that I've had that, you know, actually buys into everything I say, and and it it makes it easy for me. And, you know, they just, they don't give up, and, you know, they're going to give me 110 whether they're tired or not. So, I mean, the resiliency is just amazing to watch, to see where we came from from the beginning of the year to where we're at right now. You played Masters Academy, and you allowed, I think, 44 points. You must have been pleased with your defense. Uh, yes, because Master Academy is one of the you know schools that had several shooters that were you know really, really good, and we were able to defend. I think they probably went nine for probably about – they probably shot about 32 trade balls. Jeez. And, you know, we just really did a good job of getting a hand in the face and disrupting them. So, I mean, I was very pleased, and like I said, I'm, you know, we played with – you know, seven girls in that game, and you know, I could, I knew they were tired, but they just, you know, gave me their all for four quarters. What was your game plan uh, against Masters Academy going in? Speed them up. I mean, make them feel uncomfortable with the basketball, and I thought we did a very, very good job of you know speeding them up and you know taking shots quick, and you know not getting, not letting them get in a rhythm. You know, that's the thing with defensively. You have to, you know, we we preach about making them be uncomfortable with the basketball. Tell me about Providence School. <laughs> I mean, it's a machine. I mean, year in and year out, she, you know, has a great program. You know, 15 varsity, 15 JV, and they just, you know, you lose five, they gain five. It reminds me of our, you know, back in 2007 to 2000. Fourteen with our girls, but we just, you know, it was a, it was a machine. Um, very good team, well coached. Um, we're just gonna have to, you know, play hard and try to come out with one more point than they did. They have, uh, you know, given. I, I think I know your answer before I ask it, but I'm gonna ask it anyway, um, because you have played shorthanded all year, and I don't know if you expected to get this far. Is it is it house money now? How do you approach it? this late in the season and this deep in the playoffs? Well, everything is house money for us. And we, you know, being the underdog, you have nothing to lose. So, I mean, it makes us, you know, even though we are very young, we are not uptight because, hey, you're not expected to be here. The pressure's on him. And, you know, I love my girls' reaction to that. And they just go out, they play hard, and, you know, we leave it on the floor. As long as we leave it on the floor, you know, 
I'm very proud of them because, like I said, winning the district championship with this group was like winning the state championship with me. That's how ecstatic I was because no one would have thought that was going to happen at the beginning of the year with what we had. Wow. Uh, okay, you're at home tonight, right? No, it's in Providence. Oh, it's in Providence. They're the okay. one seed. Yes, they're okay. the one seed. Uh, now, if you win this, tell folks what happens. Uh, we'll be fin- it'll be Final Four, and they'll reseed. And looking at the seedings, we will probably be a four seed. We'll probably have to play the winner of the Miami Country Day in um, Westminster. Okay. Uh, re- you know, the last year champion. Well, let's hope that happens. Uh, safe journey, and I wish you a lot of luck, Willie. Thanks for doing this uh, here in the postseason with us. All right, thanks, Steve, for supporting girls basketball. Yep, you got it, Will. Thank Thank you. Done a great job over there. Willie Powers talking about his P.K. Young team uh, as they go on the road tonight uh, for their next playoff game. All right, uh, we're going to bring on uh, one more guest, one of our former students, Sierra Clark, is going to join us. She's working television up in uh, Arkansas, and she will preview Florida, Arkansas here momentarily. Uh, but if you have a quick call or an email you want to get in, uh, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. I mentioned all the things going on here in Gator Athletics. I, I, I think every team is playing. I, I could be wrong, at least this in season. But, you know, Gator men's basketball, Arkansas, Gator women's basketball has a tough game with LSU. Uh, Gator men's tennis is at the uh, indoor championships. Uh, Gymnastics at LSU. Lacrosse heads to play top-ranked North Carolina. The Gator track teams just finished up the indoor season. They played at the new facility over, or competed at the new facility over here uh, in Celebration Point. Of course, baseball opens its season. Softball's got... Uh, the tournament here this weekend, swimming's at the SEC championships, you get the idea. There's a lot uh, that's happening. Um, And Darren O'Day coming back tonight, the former Gator and big league pitcher, is going to throw out the uh, first pitch tonight. So that'll be kind of fun. Bill emails before we get to uh, Sierra here. He says, I have a question for you, Steve. If football doesn't bounce back and has another so-called mediocre year, six or seven wins, how much pressure does that put on the athletic director? Um, look, the AD made the hire. Scott made the hire. And he made the hire of Todd Golden. So those hires are on his watch. But, again, I hope fans... Don't judge a coach on two years unless it's just miserable. I mean, if, if you're here two years and you go, I don't know, six and 16 or something, okay, I get it. But I, I just hope that people are not, uh, you know, going to judge Strickland or Napier by that. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. 
know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world, so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there, and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to, so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer's going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. 
And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing clouds today and becoming windy. Yes, between 20 and 30 miles an hour will be possible this afternoon. Highs near 80, then scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms arriving. Those storms should push out tonight. And skies clearing and temperatures plummeting. Lose tomorrow morning in the low 40s. Sunny skies tomorrow afternoon staying breezy. High temperatures much cooler, though. They'll only get into the low to mid-60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I was told this, he didn't interview well. I, I don't hear that very often with white coaches. I hear that a lot with African Americans. After a while, you understand how to interview. You understand what the questions are, what they want when you go in there. But the fact that Eric Bieniemy might have to go to another team. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Always makes me feel happy and proud we can bring our former kids here who have gone on to work in the business to be on the program. It's the case with my next guest, Sierra Clark, uh, worked here as a weekend sports anchor at TV20 as well. Now she's up in Arkansas, THV11, doing sports. Sierra, good to talk to you. How are you? Good to talk to you, too, Steve. I'm great. Still adjusting to this Arkansas cold. I know it's not cold for everybody, but for a Florida girl like me, it's very cold. It's in the 40s right now. Well, how do you like it there, though? It's a lot different than Florida. Uh, nor- it's The different regions of Arkansas are very different. You know, most people don't think of how different the terrain is in the state of Arkansas, but it, it has its gems. It's a pretty state. Well, let's get to uh, this matchup here, which is an important game for both teams. Just looking at Arkansas, two things stick out to me, Sierra, injuries and close losses. What's been the story with this team? It's similar to Florida, kind of. Well, with the injuries, it's it's been very frustrating for Arkansas. They had Trevin Brazil, a transfer from Mizzou, one of their big men, and then he had a torn ACL Early this year, late last year, it was uh, very frustrating for Hog fans because he was just able to make those real explosive plays. And so he's out for the full season. I believe he already had surgery. Um, so next year, we don't even know if he's going to be here because he most likely will probably go to the draft. And then there's Nick Smith Jr., who I actually covered last year when he was in high school at North Little Rock. That's the same high school that Kayvon Allen went to. Um, so that school has been powerhouse for high school basketball but anyways he had some right knee management he didn't even start like early in the season he struggled um and then with some injuries so then they they didn't really play him and then they started playing him and then we had the neutral site game in north little rock that arkansas has every year and then he was like taken out of it and he was out for the season and then he so he recently just came back last week and he didn't even start 
Um, and then he, he honestly really didn't do much, but there's just so much hype around him because he's a McDonald's All-American. And Eric Musselman signed three McDonald's All-Americans this year. And that was a huge opportunity for Arkansas. So it's very frustrating for Hog fans because they see these kids who are potentially one and dones, and their record is currently six and seven in the SEC. Over their last 10 games, they've shot at least 44% from the field each game. They're in the SEC, they're shooting 45% plus. So what's gone wrong? What, why the close losses in some of these games? Yeah, they just can't really finish down the stretch. And Devontae Davis, who has emerged to become a really good shooter recently, and he was not predicted to be the best shooter, but he's really improved this season, and he's an upperclassman. He's an Arkansas native. And so he's really proud of wearing the jersey that he has. However, it's just the Hawks just haven't been able to finish down the stretch in this most recent game against Texas A&M. They didn't shoot a field goal in the final six minutes. And so and they led at halftime. So it's just that final completing the game as a whole. And I think that's what's been frustrating. And, and Musselman's press conference, he even said, like, his team really isn't a three-point shooting team. They're really dominating in the paint. Um, and then just they were fine in the last game against uh, Texas a in the first half, but in the second half they just went cold. And that's just been the story of the season. They just can't finish. Uh, while I have you, um, Arkansas, like Florida, is opening its baseball season. They're in a tournament. Uh, Arkansas is almost always good. They're in the top ten like a lot of SEC teams are. Uh, the outlook for Arkansas baseball, what can you tell us? Yeah, well, they do open the season in um, Dallas this weekend, and it's going to be really exciting. They play Texas today. Um, they'll play TCU. They'll play Oklahoma State. So a real exciting game. It's going to be on streaming, so I'll see if I can get access to watching it. But lots of hype around Arkansas baseball this season. Obviously, they made it to Omaha last year. Um, you know, and they baseball, you know, you can have losses during the season and then still make it to Omaha. Ole Miss, perfect example. So there's just been lots of hype around the baseball season. I think fans are really excited for baseball just because of how bad the football season went and how kind of bad the basketball season is going right now. Sarah Clark, our guest here, working up in uh, Arkansas in television, doing sports, and one of our grads, proud that she's been up there and doing that. What kind of a guy is Musselman? He's a funny guy. Well, when they're winning, he's great. But when you can tell when they're losing in the press conferences afterwards, uh, after they've lost the game, um, he's very upset, obviously. But he's, a, he's just a very passionate coach. He seems like a coach that I would want to play for if I was a young basketball player. He's an excellent recruiter. That is one thing that he does really well. He's, he's an excellent recruiter. Um, you know, he's gone to back-to-back elite eights, and I think that's easy to sell. And, I mean, he's with the recruiting part, he's gotten those great transfers, the Mitchell twins, who have really provided some size. They transferred from Rhode Island. Um, he seems to always get these transfers or kids like um, Ricky Council, who was is at the top of the SEC when it comes to shooting. He transferred from Wichita State. So he's just really good at finding some of these kids that might have been overlooked in high school from the transfer portal and getting them to Arkansas and really making them stars. Is there a place on the team uh, in closing here, Sierra, where you, you kind of say we're not real good? Because I'm trying to find a weakness here 
and I don't really see a glaring weakness. Is there one? Kind of hard to say. I really, like, it, I don't want to say there's not one because if there wasn't one, they'd be doing a lot better. But I think just as a whole, they just, they're, they're great at passing the ball around. That is one thing. They're not a selfish team. Um, I think just maybe just getting those good looks when it comes to shooting um, and also making, I think, free throws even sometimes. This is most last game. They struggle with free throws. So it's just like it's kind of like a different thing every game, really. It's just the finishing up the game is just something that Arkansas just needs to continue to do. Uh, well, not continue. They need to continue to finish games correctly and not blow leads because that's just what they've been doing a lot this year. Final thing. I mean, I, I don't know if Musselman addresses this, but as you get down to the end of the season here, you know, there's bubble teams. Arkansas is right there. Has he stressed the importance of this game and the remaining games on the schedule uh, you know, publicly to the media and his team? In his most recent press conference, one of the reporters asked him, you know, why he was limiting Nick Smith, um, the freshman All-American that's coming back from his injury because he didn't play a lot in this last game. And uh, Musselman just quickly responded. I think he kind of tried to dodge the question. But he was basically saying, um, I'm, we're just trying to save our season. We need to win games. We're trying to save our season. So they, so they know that they are in a do-or-die situation because it's late February and you cannot be losing games. Okay. Sarah, great stuff. I'm glad you're well. Good talking to you again, and uh, we will talk to you another time. So always appreciate you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Sierra Clark, one of ours, uh, and she's up in uh, Arkansas now talking about Razorback Athletics. We got two of them up there. Jonathan Acosta is also up there. He's been on with us before uh, talking about the Razorbacks as well. So it's uh, really cool to have them all spread out uh, all over the country. Uh, Richard Johnson, who is a Gainesville kid, you see him on ESPN. He's going to be in town next week and to stop by uh, here. So looking forward to having him in studio. He's been here, obviously, on the show before, but uh, looking to get him back. Yeah, speaking of Nick Smith, uh, he has played only in seven games. And uh, he's not – he's averaged like 10 points a game – and they miss him because he, he's a good scorer and a good player. Um, we'll see if he plays more minutes against Florida. Uh, we will have a final segment for you to either call or email. Uh, and again, 392-8255. And you could email uh, srussell at wruf.com. We've got a couple of emails I'll get to here real quick. Uh, Harold says... Uh, Steve, with softball, I just see this team dominating people. Are they that good? Yes, they're that good. But, you know, they have not played great teams yet either. And I'm not taking anything away from what they've done because you still got to go out and do that. But, you know, when they go out on this uh, West Coast trip, they'll play UCLA. They'll play, I think, Oregon. You know, you get a better idea of that. But, yeah, I mean, they're putting up – you know, basketball numbers uh, offensively, and their pitching's been good, and they're always good defensively. So, yeah, I mean, they've been that good. Uh, don't forget, Monday, the Gator AD, Scott Strickland's here, live in studio uh, for the majority of the 12 o'clock hour. You can make sure and listen in. 
143. Tie check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jack Alperstein. The Gators softball team is hosting the T-Mobile tournament this weekend that began this morning. They're 5-0 on the season and begin their tournament play against UConn tonight. Gators baseball begins their campaign tonight at home against Charleston Southern. Live coverage of Game 1 of the three-game series begins right here at 6.55 p.m. Men's and women's swimming and diving teams are competing in the SEC championships in College Station, Texas, all day today and tomorrow. The men finished first on Wednesday and Thursday, and the women finished second on Tuesday and first on Wednesday and Thursday. Gators Gymnastics competes tonight in Baton Rouge against LSU. Florida's undefeated at 8-0. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I don't want to go to bed at night dreading waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to feel like a rusty lawn chair getting out of bed and getting opened up and not being able to really move for a couple hours really throughout the day. For former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter and those dealing with daily aches and pains, QC Kinetics regenerative pain treatments are a game changer, providing long-lasting relief. Go into a specific joint, a specific region, and then help promote that healing process using your own body's mechanisms to heal. I mean, that's been something that's pretty powerful and there's no surgery, there's no downtime. QC Kinetics natural treatments help the body heal and restore itself. No more rusty lawn chair. It's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. Pain relief the natural way. QC Kinetics. Call today for your complimentary consultation. Find out if you're a good candidate for treatment. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352- 4550 Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. 
Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays, get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Final segment of the day. Final segment of the week. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Great show as usual. What you got? I tell you what, Steve. First off, um, Jerry Palm. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Did you he's got seven teams in his uh, latest brackets in the SEC? That'll change, but okay. Yeah, a lot of basketball left. I think he's got Texas A&M and uh, Arkansas. Speaking of Arkansas, in Dayton. That would make sense where things stand right now. That makes sense. Yeah, got Kentucky in as of today's 11C, but as you just said, a lot of ball to play. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, I heard this but forgot this. Um, are you aware, I'm kind of a soft Miami fan, going back to NIL a little bit here. It's my understanding this Miami team that's speaking of the field, looking solidly in, probably a four or five seed. It's my understanding pretty much the uh, Ruiz or somebody down there pretty much paid the whole team and told uh, Larinaga to coach it. Is that your understanding? Not the whole team, but NIL was involved with it, sure. Yeah, and that's not that's legal now. Paying players is legal. It sounds bad still, but it's my understanding he didn't even recruit his team. The boosters just went out and picked the players they liked, paid them, and told Coach L to coach them. No. It looks like it's working. No, I don't believe that for a second. Well, Wong's been there, what, two or three years? He's the star of the team down there. What's the point you're trying to make there, Mike? Uh, Larry Naga didn't, it's my understanding, he didn't recruit his players. He, his players got presented to him because the boosters paid him. What coach, what coach, especially a coach of his pedigree, would allow anybody to say, here's, here's going to be your team, coach? One that's 76 years old and missed the tournament last year, cashing a huge check. Nope. I can answer that easy. I don't believe that at all. Hey, last thing for you, Steve, uh, um, uh, uh, Hiram was great as usual. Uh, Richardson's supposedly going to the Panthers. He mentioned the NFC South quarterback posi- uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is being mentioned with the Saints, but I got to thinking when he made that comment, uh, Todd McShay's got uh, Richardson going 9 to the Panthers, and you blew my mind yesterday saying, where did you get that uh, story about Richardson maybe going number one? That was, on, that? that was on CBSSports.com. That was uh, another – they usually have the same person doing the, the mock draft. They had a different person who came up with that scenario. And like I said on the air, and it's going to change, you know, 50 times before, you know, the combine. Well, all they've got is what Sam Darnold, and he's on his last stand. I'd say it's hard to see a Richardson falling past nine, isn't it? Well, who's traded? I mean, we don't know that. that that's the wild card here. But it, certainly Richardson's been most linked to the Panthers, no question. Hang in there, Steve. Have a all great right, Mike, weekend. thank you. Bernard, Hello. Hey, Steve, you, I've been listening to you. My two favorite sports are 
college football, the NBA basketball. So I, I do follow the NBA. I, I think, you know, WRUF in Gainesville, college time to focus on the Gators. As sure. Be. Steve, you, you uh, do baseball, and I, I've been reading about some of the stuff that's going on preseason. It, it looked like Mike Brown has kind of made an impact surprisingly so as a true as a true freshman. He's about six two, two hundred and seems to be a pretty good athlete who runs pretty well. I don't know what his availability is gonna be for spring football practice, but it could you see him making some noise at the quarterback position coming out of the spring practice for the Gators? Oh, I mean, look, I, you, you went out and got a transfer, and I think he is going to be your starter unless somebody beats him out. And, I, and I'm sure Billy Napier is going to give whoever a chance to beat him out. And don't forget, he's also said, Bernard, that he wants one more quarterback. So we have one more transfer portal time left which is after spring ball. So who do they get? You know, do they get sort of a, you know, insurance policy, you know, scholarship guy to keep around? Or do they really go after somebody that's going to compete, you know, in essence, for the starting job with Mertz? I, I don't know that Brown would do that, but that's what you practice for. See, my thing is this. I would think that – and I that moving forward, we see the modern Georgia. I think you go out and you get somebody who's really good and comes in and compete, and you let them compete, and you, you go with the best guy. And you've been saying over and over, but you can't be, when you make a decision about who's going to play, you can't be concerned about what that's going to do with the, the other players or who's going to transfer. And as I sit in my office, Steve, my friends and I talk, about you know players are being unhappy with playing time. We you know a coach like Billy Napier and these other coaches, they make good money. But we talk. I bet we would the fans would probably be surprised to the number of calls that coaches get from parents and, and and other people with kids about how come this kid is not what's going on with his lack of playing time. I bet. If we could go inside and, and sit down inside, it, it would blow our mind but that they have so many other things to do besides uh, coach football. Steve, you have a great weekend. You too, Bernard. Thank you. I can tell you firsthand, firsthand. And the reason I can is because not with this coaching staff, but with previous coaching staffs, I happen to have been in the office when I got a call from a parent. And it was just that. I got to take this. Yeah, I mean, it happens in every sport. I don't care what sport it is. I don't care what season it is. That happens. Sometimes there are parents who are, shall we say, overly involved in what, you know, their kid is doing. And so, yes, that happens a lot. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. All right. I saved a few thinking I would need them. And guess what? I was right. Bill 
says, Steve, if you had a pick today, who wins the SEC in baseball? Oh, God. I, I'm not even going there. Because, look, how do you – who gets hurt? Who, you, you can't do that. I mean, Tennessee is picked to win the East. Florida is not picked to win the East, according to the coaches. Tennessee's pitching, if it stays healthy, is going to be really good. And, look, we don't know with Florida if Caglione is going to stay the Sunday starter. Well, that means he's done pretty well, right? You would think Sprout would be right there. And even though Waldrop hasn't pitched here, he was really good at Southern Miss, and he is a big-time prospect. What does that guarantee? Nothing, right? Guy could get hurt. Look what happened to Florida last year. I, what, what did I mention at the top of the program? What was Florida's rotation week one last year? Hunter Barco, who got hurt. Timmy Manning, who ended up not throwing a strike and left the program. And Pierce Coppola, who has not been healthy. That was Florida's opening weekend rotation. So you never know. I mean, could LSU win the league? Sure. Could Tennessee win the league? Sure. Could Florida win the league? Sure. Could Arkansas win the league? Sure. That's how good the league is. And I'm not skirting the question. I just I can't say that. If everybody stayed healthy and if everybody did what they were supposed to do, I would lean to the coaches. I would say Tennessee would probably have a slight advantage in the East. But it never ends up that way. Somebody always gets hurt. Somebody has a surprise year either in a positive way or a negative way, and you know the results speak for themselves. You play 56 games. That's a lot of games in college baseball. Finally, uh, Ken, he says, uh, Steve, have fun doing baseball this weekend. Certainly will. Uh, Eric and I will do those games on radio. Uh, and he says, uh, would you be surprised if Florida didn't sweep? Look, I, I've never, I've not seen them play. But what I can glean, I would certainly think Florida has a chance to sweep this series. Yes. But you never know. That's the beauty of going out and playing. You just don't know. And as I said, this weekend, lots of Gator activity. Just about, you know, I think the only team that doesn't play is, compete is track because they just got done competing over here at the Jimmy Carnes place at, uh, in uh, the new facility. So enjoy the weekend with all those Gator teams playing. And we'll come back on Monday and talk about it. Don't forget, 11 o'clock Monday, Hoop, there it is, with Mark Wise. At noon, Scott Strickland will be here uh, for the balance of the hour. So hopefully you will tune in for that. Our thanks today to the coach, Herm Edwards, talking NFL from ESPN. P.K. Young's coach is girls basketball coach Willie Powers. His team still in the uh, state playoffs. And then Sierra, Sierra Clark, one of our former students working up in Arkansas, previewing Florida, and Arkansas. As I mentioned, you can hear uh, lots of sports here this weekend. I'll run it down for you again real quickly. Tonight, Gator baseball at 6.55. Tomorrow, Gator softball doubleheader. 
10.15 and approximately 12.45. Baseball tomorrow at 3.55 and then baseball Sunday at 12.55. So baseball and softball both right here. Sean's been pushing the buttons. We appreciate his work and producing today. We thank you for listening. We'll see you Monday. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRU. In the South, it's always college football season, and the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. One of my favorite games starting to look like a real problem for one group of fan bases. It is the Chuck Oliver Show on a Friday. How are y'all doing? I was better yesterday. Friday, what do you mean Friday, Chuck? You're talking college football on a Friday. Ain't even games to talk about. Like, anything you say today, most likely you can't even be wrong. Because you're just kind of talking ball. That's one thing I've heard about baseball. I know Dan has played baseball. His brother played college baseball. It's, just, you know, big fans. But there's a famous – I forget who said it. It was a famous writer. He said, baseball is – pretty boring to watch it is infinitely interesting to talk about and i won't call it boring to watch but i will recap rephrase that there ain't a lot goes on in a baseball game sometimes even when it's like six to four and you're like hey they scored 10 runs it can be there was three hours of my life Um, but it's unbelievably interesting to talk about well it's middle of February, and we got college football talk on a Friday. How were you better yesterday? I was at a sports book yesterday. So thank you, everybody, again. Um, Caesar Sportsbook there. Harris, Cherokee, and that little elevated VIP area. And I was like, ooh, you're VIP. I was like, no, I'm doing a radio show. And they wanted to be quiet-ish. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, thanks to everybody again there. And for we are back for the Hoops Tournament next month. So uh, join us there for the Hoops Tournament, the first uh, Thursday, I believe, or Wednesday and Thursday Hoops Tournament. So it's going to be a big deal, so join us again. Uh, this is something that I referred to yesterday, and I never really was able to flesh it out because even on, like, middle of February, no games going on. we got a lot to talk about when it comes to college football. I said one of my favorite games, starting to look like a real problem for one group of fans.